2020, a new year, a new decade, a chance to start fresh. Staying up late with friends and family, awaiting the moment that the ball in Times Square would drop, and we would celebrate with a toast to the new year. Little did we know what the first six months of this year would hold, something our 2020 vision could never have predicted. By March of 2020, South Carolina began to close as Governor McMaster issued a stay-at-home order. This order has been lifted, but you can see the shift as cities, states, and countries are requiring masks, promoting social distancing, and taking other such steps. The three of us reside in different parts of South Carolina. We are here to share a glimpse of our experiences during these past four months of quarantine. My name is Selena Robinson in West Columbia, South Carolina. I'm Grace Johnson from Hartsville, South Carolina. And I'm Mackenzie Starnes from Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. Welcome to our podcast. I'm so glad y'all are doing well and staying safe. My local news provided an update in regards to the cases here in South Carolina. And since the three of us live in different areas throughout the state, how has COVID-19 affected your area and what precautions are being implemented? Well, my hometown of Hilton Head Island is a popular vacation island for many Northerners. And within the last month, we've been hit really hard by the virus. With few laws and regulations limiting physical interaction, the virus has spread from tourists to locals. It wasn't until the last week of June that masks were made mandatory in public places. A step I hope will result in a steady decline of cases as the summer comes to an end. I hope that cases have a steady decline as well. I live in West Columbia, though it's not a popular tourist spot like Hilton Head. However, I'm so glad to see West Columbia is trying to stop the spread. Recently, the city mandated that you must wear a mask wherever you go or face a fine. I'm glad you guys have cities that mandate masks, unlike Hartsville, which has done little to stop the spread of COVID, and has even opened the popular tourist destination of Neptune Island as of June 20th. So much has changed as a response to this pandemic. However, one action that has undoubtedly changed in every person's life is how they interact with the world around them. Selena, how has the pandemic affected your normal interactions? It's been really hard for me during this pandemic. I'm so used to being on the go. I love being around people or just being on stage. But one thing that's been very helpful is communication through virtual video and conferences like the virtual youth tour and others. These are experiences that I'll never forget. I agree. So many events I was planning for had to be canceled. Personally, as hard as this pandemic has been, I have truly seen a growth of my character and maturity. Being an introvert, I enjoy spending time by myself more than an extroverted person would. The transition from school in person to at-home learning was a big one. However, I really thrived during this time of isolation because I was able to focus on myself. I've found quarantine to be tough, but I've grown to enjoy this time with my family. During this pandemic, people have shown their true colors, and I now know who I can really count on. It's easy to say that this pandemic has created a lot of stress and anxiety for many people. We were able to speak with Jim Sonfeld, drummer for the local South Carolina band Hootie and the Blowfish, who was able to share some advice on dealing with the anxieties of this pandemic. Incredibly important to acknowledge those anxieties and those fears. Uh, For a long time, I stuffed them under carpets, rugs, beds, any of my problems or anxieties, I didn't know how to acknowledge them or face them, and I was afraid of them. So I ended up ignoring them, 
uh, or using uh, uh, things to uh, help me feel better about them, unhealthy things. So it's important to acknowledge it. It's important to talk to each other, talk to a parent, talk to a, a, a psychologist or a counselor, because that's part of our healing. Something else that has been strongly impactful in 2020 are the protests for the Black Lives Matter movement. Starting in 2013, this movement has continued after countless of lives have been taken due to racism. From George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Elijah McClain, Trayvon Martin, and so many others. This isn't a moment, this is a movement. Although the Black Lives Matter movement is almost a decade old, the fight for equality began centuries ago. The civil rights movement was very impactful during the 1960s, from marches, sit-ins, and so much more. My favorite and most impactful speaker of the virtual youth tour was Whip Jim Clyburn, as he talked about his experience as an activist. I went down to Atlanta with students from all over uh, the country uh, to talk about how to organize uh, our movement. Well, this movement and the fight for equality for all races has been going on for years. It has just recently picked up speed and gained worldwide recognition. Due to the pandemic and social distancing regulations, this movement has had to adapt and find new ways to fight for its goal. We have seen millions of people, celebrities, activists, children, and adults become active on their social media pages, sharing information, petitions, and reminding people of what we are fighting for. It, it, it really is a beautiful thing to see so many people come together in support of the Black community and contributing in the ways that they can. I had the opportunity of going to a peaceful protest on Hilton Head Island. It was much smaller compared to the protests seen in large cities, but nonetheless was an amazing experience. We started at a local park where they had community members give speeches and share their personal experiences and plans for the future. After that, we walked along the main road with our signs chanting, no justice, no peace. It was inspiring just simply to be there and be a part of something so big. I'm so glad you're both wanting change. I've dealt with racism my whole life, but it's mainly subtle racism, which isn't talked about. Subtle racism is I might be accepted into my society, but I hear remarks. I've heard things like, Selena, you're such a classy black person. You speak proper English. Or you're not like other black people because you dress, smell, look better, and things like that. But when I go out, people don't know how I am. Some places I'm being followed around at stores, not being greeted, getting looks, or simply walk by someone and they snatch their purse. There's so many more experiences like those, or even worse, like receiving a death threat. But I just want those who are listening to know that it is past time for change. Myself and others want equality in this world. So much has happened this year and we have learned lessons that we will remember for the rest of our lives. Each of us has a piece of advice we want to wrap up this podcast with. It's crucial that we share this knowledge with future generations that they too will learn from this experience and grow as we have. I would like future generations to learn about how little things make a big difference, like how simply wearing a mask can protect yourself and others. I agree. I believe what is so special about this year is that right now we are in such a pivotal point in time and our actions are shaping the future. Take advantage of that. Use this time to create a better and brighter future for generations to come. Also, live life to the fullest. You never know what can happen in a blink of an eye. Life is too short and you never know what's to come in the future. How will you want the world to remember you? We would like to thank the South Carolina Co-ops for giving us a platform to share our thoughts and experiences. 
We were able to speak with state leaders and connect with students across South Carolina. Thank you to our group mentor, Dr. George, for all his help. Thank you for listening and please stay safe.